Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch, your former Rams linebacker. Uh, and we are here to talk about the Rams Ravens matchup. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that win against the Browns. Definitely yeah. worth mentioning. Uh, pretty big. Now they're six and six. They got That's a 50% cool. chance of making the playoffs. Come on, Jake. You can't beat that, Jake. Because like, like I said, last year we was crying around this time now. So <laughs> I'm hyped, bro. I'm hyped. I'm not going to lie. There, I, I think we got as close to like legitimately crying as you can get without actually tearing <laughs> inside internal tears. It, it internal was, tears. it was not good. Um, no. and, and I think at one point, like you told me off air, like, man, are we to blame for this? Like since our podcast came about, like, yeah, you said that. And I yeah. was like, no, I don't believe in that superstitious nonsense. And this is why I can. They're six and six. They have a 50% chance to make the playoffs about two weeks ago, 16. So, Look, they're they're riding high. We're gonna get into it before we do. Special word from our sponsors, Cam. Why don't you start off and tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy? Yeah, I can say something about our folks at Underdog. You can start playing Pick'em or Weekly Fantasy for any sport today. Users will receive a hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars if they use promo code Believe in Rams at sign up. Start playing Pick'em and Weekly Fantasy Football today with Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is right, Cam. Uh, You can go and do that. Obviously, the promo code, if you've already forgotten about it, is above Cam's head. But I will say this right now. You can also get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more with Bet Online. Continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website today or use your mobile device today and sign up today and get in on the action using promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet online where the game starts. So, Cam, uh, we'll start with uh, last week against the uh, Browns. I thought the Rams just had a great game plan. You know, I uh, thought, you know, first off, the offensive line only gave up, I believe, nine pressures on the day. Uh, so you love to see that. That's that's great stuff. All around, so, Jake. Game ball <laughs> to the O-line. And game ball, Jake. We got to give them the game ball. We can't just say good job. We got to give them the game ball, Jake. I mean, I, I said I'm, I'm a little bit more excited than normal because this is different. This is different than what we're used to, Jake. Whenever the Rams do good, our podcast do, does good. We're excited. And the more people line, engaged, Yeah. Right, and the offensive line is healthy, Jake. Compared to last year, dude, we were not in this position. Uh, I don't want to say healthy, but just clicking, playing in sync, all in all in one page, protecting Matthew Stafford. So Miss Stafford, it can be happy on her podcast and not have to worry about her husband. You know, worrying about his spine or his neck because the O line couldn't protect for him, Jake. So that's a big deal. And uh, man, I, I just it's, it's really good to see Kyron Williams is running the ball well. The offensive line is clicking, dude. This is good. This is good stuff. Yeah, you know, Kyron's doing a great job. I got some stats for you, Cam, in case you didn't know. Uh, first off, the Rams are five and three with Kyron Williams is in the lineup. They're one and three without him. So night good luck. Day. He with Notre Dame. Good luck at the Irish there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they're also three and oh since the bye week, and they're five and oh when they score at least twenty-four points. So 
that's the that's the lucky number, man. You get to 24 and you got a good chance of winning according to these stats. You got a hundred percent chance of winning according Jake, how about, to these stats. How about how about um on Twitter when Yusuf uh tweeted you out about Kyron Williams and that chip block he had on, on Miles Garrett? That was that I want to talk about that a little bit too, but that was pretty sick. That that was sick. Yusuf's my guy. He's our guy. I mean, he's yeah. just a good dude. Uh, shout out to him. And, uh, you know, I just see something. We should get him on the show. Jake, we should get him on the show at some point, man. Uh, yeah, I'd be down for that. I didn't even think about that until now, but that'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, if, if he's down. I know not everybody wants to go on, you know, shows and stuff. But, <laughs> true, hey, true. Yusuf, if you're watching. um. So how about that receiving room? I mean, it wasn't perfect, but Puka Nakua, you know, really steps up in a big way. Um, you know, then obviously you get some great contributions out of Kyron Williams in the run game, despite the fact this is the first week, Cam, we keep hearing about this guy can't run against eight men in the box. This guy can't run against more than eight men in the box. This You're guy right. ran against eight men in the box, at least 10% of his carries. And he had 81 yards on 22 carries. I mean, to me, going up against a really tough Browns defense, this is a good this is a good case scenario. Yeah, it, Jake. Uh, uh, the fact that he's Kyron playing so well right now, man, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. The Rams were right, you know. Cam Akers, Hendo, um, they were blocking his shine, <laughs> right? And last year he was cutting, you know, cutting reps. He's only on third down back, but now he's the guy, and it's showing. It's really cool to see. And Jay, just sticking on Kyron Williams, that block against Miles um, Garrett, it was great. But one thing I will say, Jake is if they were one-on-one, it would not have happened that way, right? Miles Garrett was occupied up top. He wasn't looking at him. He got snuck. So it was a fantastic block. I but... hear the defensive player in you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, hey. It's, he wasn't looking, so it was an assisted block, which was great. But um, Kyron, he's a beach. He's physical. At the end of the day, he's a physical back. Not all backs, Jake, can make the block that he made. So not taking it away from him because he put Miles Garrett on his neck. So... Oh yeah, he's been in the weight room, Jake. But um, Demarcus Robinson as well. I mean, he got a TD. Um, he's been showing up on on film even last week, right? Just key plays, first downs, converting, catching the football. I mean, you look at the Chiefs; those fools can't catch a cold. I said, butt naked in Kansas City winners. Like (laughs) it's not even funny. It's I mean, it's it's not the Chiefs podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is really. But you know, it's not the Chiefs podcast, uh, Jake, but I'm just getting to the point here. Receivers, these receivers have paid a lot of money catching football. Demarcus Robinson is not paid as much money as a McCole Hardman to catch the football. And so the fact that he's doing it um, and playing his role in this football team with uh, Puka Nakua at this point, Jake. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. I know it's his first year. I know we talked about it with Kyle the other week versus the Cardinals. We were like, yeah, Puka Nakua, you can't make him Hall of Famer. It's a little too early. But now he's in the space with Jerry Rice, um, you know, within getting those 1,000 yards in the season as a rookie. So I think that's really special. Um, and we got to put some respect on Puka's name, but Demarcus Robinson, going back to the point, he's doing a good job in playing his role in this team. <laughs> he is, and it's a good thing because, you know, they're playing his former team uh, this upcoming week. Before we get into that defensive side of the, the ball really quick, um, can't gloss over the job Akella Witherspoon did. You know, 10 targets, a season high. Joe Flacco was like, I'm going to come at you. And he was yeah. like, all right, bet. And he only gave up three catches for 36 yards. Uh, only seven yards after the catch, he forced two uh, incompletions and had a pass breakup, had a 42.1 uh, targeted passer rating. Akello is having 
a season that rivals Jalen Ramsey's best season through the first 13 weeks of the season. I went through. No, I I saw okay. statistically. I was like, statistically, I was like, yeah, I was no. Like, oh, reach on that. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. Statistically, run the run, run he's the up there, man. It's impressive. Uh, Akello is really starting to come on strong. Well, I mean, he's been like this the whole yeah, year. He's been he's been balling. Um, yeah. Let, let me just throw this out there. All right. Nine out of 12. Nine games out of the 12 he's played, he's held teams when targeted lower than 40 yards mm. in a game. The man has been strapped city, clamp city, whatever you want to call it. He is it. He's not getting enough respect, probably because he's wearing 44, which I think is a baller number on him. Doesn't <laughs> look go, so great. He's going to have to change that, Jake. He goes, Jake. Him and, him and Marlon Humphreys gonna have to change that. I know, I know Akello's no. your guy. I know Akello's, I know he's your guy, Jake. I, I know he's your guy, but he might have to switch it up or not. Or he can go to Hall but, of Fame with that. Or he can go to Hall of Fame with that number on. More power to him. But Jake, to your point though, he's the best corner on this team. Um, he's balling out. Um, and it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see. Um, and what I will say too is for these young cats that are on the on the roster that are behind Akello, um, even Darion Kendrick, take notes. Take notes because this guy is balling. He's doing well. Um, and then opposite of Darion Kendrick, he doesn't draw as many flags as Darion Kendrick. And so he plays with grace. Uh, he plays with poise. Um, and he's aggressive. And so I, I love the way he's been playing. And Jake, like you said, he's been locking it down. Now, you got to run those numbers with Jalen Ramsey comparison because I, I haven't looked at his numbers like that yet. But I'm curious. <laughs> All right. Ready? So let's find this. <clears throat> I'm going to find this for you real quick. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I got to get this for you. Because, yeah, you're right. I can't just throw it out there. I got to I gotta at least have the numbers. You yeah, know. Jalen Ramsey is a Hall of Famer, Jake. Now, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, but one thing I will say, though, um, Kobe Durant, he's coming along a little bit more. Uh, Jake, John Johnson, man, I know we talked about it last week, but it's just really, it's really good to see him back there playing football. And they're winning games with him in there, right? He had an interception towards the end of the game. Uh, to seal it off, and he got the game ball from you know uh, from Sean McVay towards the end of the game, so that was really cool. Um, and Jake also too, he go Ernest Jones. Jake, I, Jake, I know you talked about him before. You, you know Bobby Wagner building him up, Ernest Jones taking over this team. And I remember you saying that I was like, you know, yeah, Ernest is cool, but dude, I mean, just to He's see him, just the the energy change, man. Like, and I have in my notes here too is. In the offseason, uh, Rose Boom is good. He's decent. But I don't think he's going to be the linebacker that the Rams need to win another Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm just going to have to say that he, I don't think he's the linebacker because the reason why I say that, think about the 49ers. They have the best linebacker tandem in the league. You think about, I'll go back to the Buccaneers. They got Devin White and Levante. Like, they got boys. And you need boys in the middle of your defense. And so Ernest Jones is one of them boys. I think we we need to we need to give him some help. We need to give him some support because Rose Boom. Sometimes when, when he plays Jake, uh, Flacco was picking him off, right? Some of these hook routes, you know. The, and I'm very particular when I watch linebackers, but you know, people find windows on Rose Boom, and he's he's great, he's decent. But I think I, I think Ernest Jones needs some support there. So I would like to maybe see that in the offseason, Jake, kind of level that up a little bit. Uh, maybe some support on the back end as well. But Ernest Jones, man. He's he's coming into his own, Jake. This really what is it, the Birdman hand rub? It's really good to see, man. Ernest Jones, he's killing it. <laughs> 
he's killing it. Kobe Turner's killing it. Uh, want to go back to why Akella Witherspoon is wearing 44 for the reason, because right. you're a softy. So I know you'll at least understand this one. You, you yeah. like a good story. A good story. He's, yeah. He's wearing it. Cause that was the high school number of his dad. And I mean, it's 44. It is, brother. The Rams are his team, like his dad's team. Like yeah. I've talked to his dad; he's a great guy. Yeah. What's um, his, wait, so what's his dad? What's his dad's name again? Lucky. Lucky. Shout out to Lucky. But no, yes. that's Jake. That's that's fair. Um, I wore number thirty-eight because my dad wore thirty-seven when I got to high school. Someone had thirty-seven, so I had to go up one more number than thirty-eight. So that's why I had thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, you can say, is an ugly linebacker number, but you know that's what I wore. And that's what I enjoyed. So that that's cool and. Also, Jake, I went to Syracuse. 44 is a big number for us. So, Akella, wear your 44, go to the Hall of Fame and call it a day. There we go. I got him on the 44 train. Well, Marlon Humphrey, no. Especially that that font, that just looks terrible. Um, So, here are the numbers before we get into the Ravens game here. Akella Witherspoon has given up 21 out of 47 targets. He's given up 21 catches, 420 yards, three touchdowns, 10 forced incompletions, that doesn't necessarily mean a hand bats the ball. It just means you force incompletion. Uh, eight pass breakups does mean the hand actually contacts the ball. 457 snaps, 74 of those in man coverage. That's a 69 passer rating when targeted. That is the second most of any Rams uh, corner on the outside aside from, well, only behind Darius Williams in 2020. But if you look at Jalen Ramsey's 2021 season, which was his best, it is comparable. 45 uh, catches for six on 66 targets. So he was targeted more um, 419 yards, gave up one fewer than a two touchdowns, gave up one fewer than a 10 forced incompletions. A has 10, eight pass breakups. A has eight and 467 snaps and 77 in man with a 76.5 passer rating when targeted. That was Jalen Ramsey's best season in 2021. And a Witherspoon has a, better targeted passer rating and arguably has had a better season. So Akello it's not Island. to say, Can we call him Akello Island at this point now? Yeah. It, I just wanted to put it out there. Cause I know, you know, there are people out there that are going to see this in LA and maybe they don't realize how good 44 is, but 44 is him. Yeah. And it's time for people to just finally realize you have a legit lockdown, shutdown number one corner that recently has been asked to play on an island. You've seen it on tape cam. I mentioned it. He's been asked to play on an island from the trail. There's no safety help. What it's doing is it's helping the Rams out because they're not generating a ton of pressure. The 21st in league in pressures. So now they're sending safeties to go and, and you know add that pressure via the blitz. That part though, that part, Jake. I know I talked about getting help in the middle, but applying pressure like i said hoyt he's doing he's getting better he's getting better jake he's super athletic i see him on the field goal unit he's a trusted member of this football team um but we need a little bit more pressure jake we need to turn up a little not just a little bit um it's cool to see aaron donald uh putting his you know putting his arm around you know some of his teammates right dancing in the sun and after sacks and all that that's that no that's that's really cool to see because aaron donald doesn't normally do he does but not necessarily jake so to see him like take guys under his wing grab him around the neck like Kobe Turner like hey you're the next one up you know like that's that's really cool to see but we need to have that on the outside as well we need to have that on the outside as well I know Byron Young is applying pressure he's doing a good job at that has like 6.9 pressure rate oh Michael Hoyt had a 25 percent pressure rate this past game but we just need a little bit more we need a little bit more 
No, I agree with that. So we move on to the Ravens game. Uh, this team, I predict to win the Super Bowl for the record. So this is not an easy game in Baltimore. Me too. Oh, you predicted them as well. And we both predict them over the Eagles. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. So we have the same. Okay, cool. Well, I had lions. Um, sorry. I had, I had lions. Eagle. No. I had Ravens lions or you oh, had okay. one, one of those combinations, but Ravens <laughs> on the AFC side, for sure. NFC side. It's up for grabs. <laughs> it, it's up for grabs indeed. So l- let's, let's talk about this right now. Um, you know, strength of schedule wise, the Rams have played one of the toughest schedules in football. Baltimore's played one of the easiest schedules in football. Still, they find ways to win. They do. Um, Baltimore's tough. They have Lamar Jackson. Each team, they average about the Full same. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Each. <laughs> it's funny the way I said that. Each team has, uh, you know, just about the same amount of offensive plays on average uh, ran per game. Uh, the Rams run the ball about 38% of, the, of games. Uh, the Ravens run the ball about 43%. That part. Um, Jake, can you just pause there? Yeah. Um, the Ra- I watched the last Ravens game. They run the ball really freaking well. It's the offensive line. They're getting pushed. It's like those three to four yards, Jake, every snap. It, it doesn't seem big, but they just kind of get that push, and they dominate defensive line. So I think for the Rams, that's going to be the biggest challenge is stop that push. Make sure up front you're solid. John Johnson, step up in the box if you need to, because we're going to have to stop Lamar in that run game. So I had to jump in there, Jake. Sorry, but yeah. that's that's really important. No, and look, I, I would love to sit here and say the Rams are going to win this game, and I think it's definitely possible, but I do have the Ravens winning this game. Um, yeah, let's let's keep it 100, Jake. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. Um, I got 27, 24 Ravens. Uh, let's just let's keep it keep it a stack. A lot of times I'm the hopeism guy, Jake, and I'm like, no, Rams are winning this. But we've been doing a good job lately. If we lose to the Ravens, it's okay. And I I have the Rams losing this game. Yeah, the Rams are probably going to have to have some some help from the Vikings losing and Seahawks losing and so forth uh, if this does happen. But I I do think. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Here's why I think Lamar Jackson is such a force. Um, now here's the thing. His turnover worthy plays have been a little bit higher this year. Okay. Um, so I think the Rams are only going to get a few opportunities. If that ball is in your paws, you bring it in, you fall to the ground, do whatever you can to make sure that you secure. It. I don't even care about running it back. Just make sure chance. if Lamar Jackson throws it up there to you, go you go it. and you pick it just like John Johnson did. Everyone talks yeah. about, Oh, well, Joe Flacco threw it right to him. Doesn't matter. I mean, Matthew matter. Stafford threw it right to uh Jaquaski tart in the NFC title game. And, and he and, dropped it. And damn JJ, well, JJ Watt caught the ball, but we played the damn Steelers. He threw it to him and he caught it and he ran it back. And that was unacceptable. So yeah, quarterbacks make mistakes and go get that football. If you get a chance. Yeah. That's the only way we can beat the, the Ravens, Jake turnover margin i say that all the time turnover margin turnover margin but for this game specifically if they're they're going to baltimore hopefully it's raining out there but got to get that football because that's the if we match up it is gonna rain so this could be a fairly ground and pound style game uh that might be best for the rams to be honest with you i think the last time it was just an ugly game like really ugly outside and obj caught a huge fourth down conversion um the rams ended up beating the browns uh, the the ravens last time they played them that was tyler huntley though the last time they saw lamar jackson was 2019 they gave up five touchdowns to lamar jackson at the coliseum so i look at this game cam and i'm like okay well you know you have zay flowers to worry about Nelson Aguilar can take top off the defense. You got Rashad Bateman. You got OBJ. 
Isaiah Likely's in now because Mark Andrews is out. So that is somewhat of a breath of fresh air because Mark can kill you, but Isaiah Likely's a good player. He can, Jake, Isaiah Likely can can ball. If people have been paying attention to Isaiah Likely, you know he can do some damage. And also, too, when it comes to the Rams, we just talked about the coverage with Roseboom. If, yeah. if I'm if I'm the Ravens, I'm going right after Roseboom, right? I know Flacco has some passes over him in the, those hook but hooks, but even some of those wheel routes, Jake, the Rams let go wheel route when they had we had zone coverage, the backside corner didn't get them. I'm doing all that, Jake. I'm doing all that because the Rams are susceptible to it, and so likely I think he will be the guy. I think he will be the X factor for the Ravens because people aren't really paying attention to him, like you said. It's like, oh, it's not Mark. It's okay. Just bypass it. Yeah, no, I, I obviously meant no disrespect to, to likely. I was just saying no Mark Andrews out there. It is a little bit of a breath of fresh air if you're the Rams. But look, they still got, you know, Ronnie Stanley at left tackle. He's very, very talented player. Um, you know, you have John Simpson at left guard. You got Tyler Linderbaum at center monster, uh, you know, in the trenches monster. there. Kevin Zeitler and then Morgan Moses. Um, this is just a really stout, really consistent offensive line that's going to give Lamar Jackson some opportunities. It's going to give Super Bowl, Super Bowl ready, dude. They're the Super Bowl ready. There, there's nobody there that really just like screams Zach Martin or a Quentin Nelson or a Trent Williams, but that's okay because they're just really rock solid across the board and they have all gelled together. I think that's also a thing. They have continuity there. So I look at the running backs and I think this is a problem here because we saw the Rams started to get run down a little bit against the Browns in that game. You saw Kareem Hunt start to, you know, get a yeah. you know a rhythm. You started to see, you know, Jerome Ford. They use Pierre Strong. Well, the Ravens are very similar to the Browns and that they have a stout offensive line, solid offensive line. They got some speedy weapons. They got, you know, a mobile quarterback, although the Browns didn't have their mobile quarterback. Uh, but I thought Flacco played really well. Um, the running backs, however, Keaton Mitchell is a missile. Okay, this guy just takes off and he can score on any given play. Rams have to be cognizant of that first off. And I know Sean McVay is going to. The second thing is Gus Edwards. You talk about you're at the one yard line. It doesn't matter if you, you know, teams are doing the tush push. You got freaking Gus Edwards. He's run over everybody. Gus the bus. bus. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for him. Jake, Um, this is going to be a double chin strap game, Jake. I think double (laughs) chin, (laughs) just call it now. Double chin (laughs) trap, mouthpiece in. It's going to be cold out there. So, Jake, it, it gets tough when you're running the football and it's cold outside. It's the toughest thing is to tackle in the cold. And so when oh, yeah. you have to tackle in the cold with these running backs, it's going to be a problem. You mentioned that the Browns are running the ball in a decent at a decent clip. And so the Rams, we have to stop the run. We have to stop the run. If not, it is going to be a long, cold game and a long flight back home to LA. That's a four and a half hour flight, Jake. And you don't want to be crying on the flight and freezing at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and the the crazy thing about the Ravens right now is that they have this nickel defense that I don't think people are like aware of how good they truly are unless you're a Ravens fan. Um, First off, Michael Pierce in the trenches is an absolute star. Like he's a stud against the run. Justin Matabike is a stud. He's getting pressure. Jadamian Clowney leads the team in pressures. He's been a huge pickup for them. Revival of a career. Yeah. Odafe Owe, he's been huge for them as well. But then I want to turn over the secondary a little bit. And obviously I want to talk about the linebackers as well. Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. They Appreciate both, that. you can, you can send the house with them. 
I mean, that's scary. You know, Patrick scary. Queen's an elite athlete. Roquan's an elite athlete. That's and scary. They can bend. They can bend. Jay, that's, that's the scary part that, really quick. Oh, they can bend their body as a linebacker. You're coming from depth and you can go up. You can bend past a lineman and dip past a running back and attack the quarterback. That's super scary. But I just, Roquan Smith, he's a baller. I had to jump in on that. I'm a linebacker myself. But go ahead, he, Jake. He is. He, I, hey, I'm, I hear you. He's wearing that zero too. So, you know, he's a certified dog. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the nickel is really interesting here because the Rams are predominantly going to have three receivers out wide. You know, they're going to run that 11 personnel a lot. Um, although they did start, you know, mixing up 12, the 12 a little bit more, game, which you yeah. like to see. This yeah. needs to be a 12 game. This needs to, we need to see more 12. Um, but, and that's the key. Take them out of that nickel because yeah. here's the thing. Their nickel, they have Marcus Williams. I know everyone laughed at him when, you know, Stefan Diggs mossed him or whatever in the playoff game. Marcus Williams has bounced back and he's become a very good player. Um, you have Geno Stone who's in there on nickel downs. He, I think, is leading the league in interceptions. If not, he's number two. He's been an absolute terror for teams. He's he's killing it. Um, then you have, you know, Kyle Hamilton. He's pretty much your slot corner at that point, your dime back or whatever. Uh, yeah. Kyle Hamilton's a stud. Yeah, then you got six, six ranked safety right or uh, DB right now. I'm looking on PFF. He's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you you know, you got Brandon Stevens and he's played really well this year. And then Marlon Humphrey, who hasn't really played that well this year, but you'd have to imagine he has one of those games that's coming and it could be this game. Yeah. And so the Ravens are really stacked at every position. I mean, they, you know, you could talk about their wide receivers. Okay. Maybe I would want this guy here a little bit better here, whatever. For the most part, it's pickiness. The Ravens have a Super Bowl team. They're well-rounded all over the place. And Lamar Jackson is a guy that can blow the game up like we saw in 2019. And the by magician. the way, Sean McVay saw that in 2019. Okay, he, he yeah. he's seen it. He, he knows I've, what he's capable Jake, of. I've seen it, Jake. I talked about flying on a plane from the East Coast in Baltimore when it's super cold and you're crying. <laughs> I've been there, buddy. I've been there. Lamar's a magician, man, that, um, you know, that, that, the way he, the mesh, this is just pay attention to the mesh, Jake. And these Rams guys will see it, but that mesh, that RPO, when he just rides and running back and then zips it and runs, <laughs> it's like, wait, I didn't see it. What happened? And so it could be very frustrating. So making sure we have a sp two spies from Lamar, not one spy, Jake, but two spies from Lamar on each side of the formation is going to be extremely important, stopping the run and then also running the ball well, and then also the turnover game. That's that's the key to this football game. Um, force turnovers, run the ball, stop the run, stop Lamar, and hey, we're gonna be happy. But like I said, we got we got the Ravens winning this one. Um so yeah, I got I got 24 10 uh 24 20. I think it'll be a close game. If the Rams pull it off, I won't be surprised. I think the Rams could be anybody right now yeah, if, yeah. if they play the way they do. They this has to be a Kyron Williams game. You saw the way he was able to run against that Browns defense. I would expect him to at least get you know, 80 yards on 20 carries, anything more. And that helps Rams even more, but Higby, this has Higby, to be, we need Higby to get going too, Jake tight end game, quick pass. We need Higby to get going. Cause when Higby's passing, going, yeah. yeah. When Higby's going, Jake, we're cooking. When Higby is going, we're a dangerous team. So the good news is the Rams just played probably their best game against the Browns uh, to, to an extent on the offensive side, because they were dealt with so many different things they had to combat. 
and they were able to adjust. And there were a lot of quick passing, a lot of quick three-step progressions. Not really anything deep down the field. I mean, you know, there, there were a couple of those shots. Two, two, he, took, he got but, a flag, which was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's how you have to play it against the Ravens. However, the Ravens have that tape to study. You know, and that's the problem is when you put that out on tape, now everyone can see that. So this is what I'll say. <clears throat> I'll say this. Um, looking at this team, looking at the Rams, I, I think the these two teams have what it takes to beat each other. I'll say this with the Ravens. It was brought to my attention by a viewer, and I already forgot his name because I just saw it earlier today. They lost to the Colts. Okay. I believe they they lost to the uh Steelers. Mm. And the Cardinals played them close. The Rams should have beaten the Steelers. They beat the the Colts and they beat the Cardinals twice. So who knows, man? Anything can happen. Yeah. If somebody gets hurt, Lamar gets hurt. Not that I want, I'm just saying anything. No, no, you're right. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Anything in football can happen. I'm just saying for folks that are fantasy football teams, if you have hope, like, man, I know Cam said the, and Jake said the Ravens are going to win, but I really want the Rams to win. Well, they can if they force turnovers. And if, Someone unfortunately goes down, right? If you if you don't have your starting quarterback, you got Talent Huntley in, he's good, but he's not going to be able to beat the Rams. So, yeah, those are the only situations, Jake, that I can see at the Rams coming out with the dub here. And it's, you know, to wrap this up here, I also wouldn't put it past the Rams here. The fact that they've done so well against mobile quarterbacks as of late, as opposed to earlier in the season, I think it means one thing. Carson Wentz now running that scout team is helping the defense and preparing the defense more than Brett Rippon was helping the scout team. And that I think part. that's something that's glossed over that people might not realize that makes a huge difference. Jake, you got a, a high caliber quarterback getting your team ready. That's you can't beat that. And it's depth, Jake, it's depth. It's, it's preparing. And we talked about it early in the season, the Rams, when, uh, when Matthew, when Stetson Bennett went down, we were like, man, the Rams should have got somebody y'all. We got them. We got them. That means practice is better. That means everything is now increasing. We're seeing that in their play. Shout out to the Rams for making that move. Shout out to the Rams. Hey, a backup quarterback is probably the most valuable thing in the NFL right now. Eight quarterbacks down. That yeah. is, I mean, Jake, I feel like I broke a record, dude. I feel like before the season starts, I'm like, the most valuable thing is the most valuable currency in the NFL is quarterback. I keep saying it. and You're only as good as your backup quarterback. Last night proved it. There you go. That you know? part. We we saw it. Uh, I mean, Jake Browning can take that team to the playoffs. I'm not saying mm. he will, but he's capable of it. We saw it 354 passing yards. But anyway, <clears throat> hopefully you guys enjoy this week. Hopefully we're talking about a different tune next week. The Rams win the game. Uh, not to be yeah. solemn, just trying to be realistic. Trying to, We've been realistic all year. I've picked the Rams to win a lot of the games that they could have won, uh, but they lost. I still have them going 10 and 7, but we'll see. Uh for Jake Allen Bogan, which is me, follow me at JK Bogan on all socials. You can follow Cam at Cameron Lynch 50 on all socials. Uh, we'll be back next week, but you guys take care and enjoy NFL Sunday. Later, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.